Hey y'all, it's your girl Keitha Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That The Podcast. Thank you for checking in on your girl. I know it's been a while. I feel like I open the episode like this a lot. And, you know, I mean, damn. Like, what do I even say? Like, what do I even say? I have time today, so I give you time. I'm here to talk to you guys. I'm here to bullshit with you guys. I want to lift your spirits. I want to do my best to make you guys laugh and forget about all the madness that's currently going on in the world. It's fucking nuts out here in these streets. Um, uh, So I believe that, you know, everything that people are clinging on to come directly from creatives. And I'm here to, you know, give you the shit (laughs) that I owe you. Um, Again, totally thought that I would have a lot more time on my hands being at home. And that's a fucking lie. <laughs> I'm here to let you guys know. Um, first and foremost, anybody that's ever thought that working from home would be this immaculate experience. It would be fucking amazing. Um, it would be everything you ever dreamed of. I'm here to let you know that the people lied to you. That experience that you envisioned in your head was complete and total. Uh, it was a fallacy. Okay. It was not at all what you pictured it to be i'm living it right now uh so i'm picking up a lot of these billets that i hold in my life and i'm doing them from the comfort of my home what used to be my solitary my space uh my solid well my solitude that was a better way to put that um yeah it's not quite that anymore especially with the um entering my house being where I work from it's you know we're 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 getting to a happy medium we're getting to this new normal of that because above all I mean our health is above everything right now so a shout out to um, the people that I work for that have the common sensory skills to figure out that hey we do have the ability to you know telework and take care of things and still be efficient and still be successful from the comfort of our own homes instead of trying to make people come in and do all these things that are not considered safe at this time. So I really do appreciate uh, the environment that I'm in and the people that I work with and for, for allowing me the ability to be at home with my family daycares are closed my husband isn't going to work right now he has the same um thing that i have going on where you telework you have to you know account for other people and and things like that and thank god for internet because we are showing the world that you know we're making shit happen regardless of this crazy pandemic shit that is going on in the world um it's totally possible all these things that we never said we could do as an a fucking United States of a fucking America. We're doing those things right now. And it's crazy that it even had to come to this for us to figure these things out, okay? For all these free programs, these educational programs to happen. Um, For these fitness people to, you know, come out the woodworks and say, hey, we're going to help you get into shape for free right now. There are things that people have been holding on that have been of profit. And that's nothing. You know, I'm not getting on anybody. Everybody's got their hustle. But we have come to see that when the chips are fucking down out of here, we share the things that um, we have to offer in order to make everybody comfortable and um make it through this shit together as a whole as a unit because that's the one thing in america that we fucking amp everybody about united we stand divided we fall and i'm actually quite um surprised at how we're coming together to try to figure this shit out it's unlike anything we've ever seen before And I really didn't want to go on a tangent about this. This is like the last thing that I wanted to talk about. But it's current. It's real. We're not going to um, act like the shit ain't going on. So I did definitely want to do that. First and foremost, again, I think I said it last episode. I'm going to keep saying it um, because I really want at the end of this whole thing for our our educators to be uh, more visible 
out there. And I wanted to do a whole episode. My homegirl, Misha, uh, she's a teacher at a middle school. And I just don't think that our educators, our teachers um, that put their best foot forward, get the amount of respect that is due to them. Um, Respect equaling in fucking a higher amount of salary or pay that they get. Definitely think we need to work on that after this, especially um, seeing parents having to stay at home and homeschool their kids and have this virtual environment situation go on. I think I think after this is said and done that a lot of them will um, put their shit to the side and actually stand up for the teachers in their neighborhoods and the teachers that are in the schools that they send their kids to. And uh, they see their teachers more often than, than they see their parents. And I think, I, you know, it's a shitty thing for us to go through, but I think it's an eye opener if we make it out this thing uh, to start put a lot of things into perspective. Um, because I see a lot of parents, no shade, see a lot of parents complaining about having to be at home with their kids. And trust me, I have three of them. This shit ain't fun. Y'all just heard me talk about how home, home, working from home is not fun. Yeah, because that's on top of, you know, getting up in the morning, you're getting your breakfast together, not only for yourself, but for your kids, for my husband, and also trying to figure out a schedule to where your kid's not just sitting on the tablet or in front of a TV all day, that they're being active, that they're doing something outside, that they're being creative, that they're pushing their limits, and that they're still educating themselves, that they're picking up books, <laughs> that they're um, not being stagnant and complacent um, because we are usually used to sending them off to school to do all of these handy dandy shit things that they do and then they come home and they chill out and we don't really have to worry about that stuff so um again shout out to all the teachers and again before this thing is all said and done my friend is uh currently recuperating from some stuff she's going through she's totally fine but if you know you want to throw out some stuff into the universe or a prayer for whatever reason do that because I'm sure she's enjoying her break. And she's also on her way to um, getting her doctorates because she's just out here killing it. And I think she's just a dissertation away from it. And um, she's just enjoying her time away, but she definitely misses her students. And uh, she she sees sees us, you know, talking (laughs) talking about the things that we are encountering here with this new situation of being the stay at home parents who work and also have to set this time to the side and also have to just make sure our kids are still productive and doing things and and not losing the knowledge that they have absorbed this school year. Um, And and from going stir crazy, it's all sorts of shit, y'all. Are y'all hanging in there? y'all hear me god damn it's crazy out here in these streets obviously um but i did want to say that i just i had to i'm gonna keep saying it because i think it's so important that we uplift these people that we send our kids to majority of their lives until they're 18. and i don't think a, a lot of people putting a lot of importance on our educators i just wish the whole world would see it from my perspective i just have so much respect um for my friends um, that are taking on this responsibility as being teachers. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all as always. Again, welcome to the show. If you have not followed me on my Facebook page at um, Keep the Kentucky Presents, so there, so there's that podcast. Um, again, Facebook has played me multiple times. They won't just let me name it my podcast, so I had to be super extra and include um, Keep the Kentucky in it. So they didn't think I was trying to bamboozle the folks. So again, um, it's so there. Uh, it's <laughs> Keep the Kentucky Presents. So there's that podcast. You can find me there on Facebook. I have a like page there. I post now on my TikToks because when I have time, I will I will do those. I like doing those. I also have an IG that you can follow at So There's That Pod, which I also continue. Look, I ain't gonna front you. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm totally obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, formerly known as Musically. Okay, I didn't have all the fucking apps. I told y'all at the end of my episode last week, not last week, because I didn't record last week. The last time I talked to y'all, I told y'all from pretty much the cradle, your girl has been just trying 
to do her. I've been doing everything. Um, I remember I used to go to my Aunt Sheila's house and they had those, those big ass cameras, like the ones you sit up on top of your shoulders and they recorded at the family reunions and picnics and shit like that. And when we came over, all my cousins and us corralled over the house and you know what? I got my cousins. We had like five cousins spend the night at a time. And we would do a show called The Kiki Show. And it was very Jenny Jones-esque, Ricky Lake-esque, nigga. Like, it wasn't on no Jerry Springer shit, but I really was trying to be the Oprah from the hood and just sit down and pose these questions to my cousins who didn't know how to answer them shits. And from there, I moved on from just having a serious interest in writing and, and reading and drawing. And I've tried to teach myself piano. I want to buy a guitar if, if I get the opportunity to do that during this time and teach myself that. And I, it, outside of all that, I've just always felt like I've been a creative person, someone who just wanted to make other people laugh. So I've downloaded all these apps um, uh, TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, uh, musically, I've had Vine, I've had uh, Dub Smash. What is it called? Dub Smash. Dub Smash is truly the original TikTok. Um, I think I have to give Dub Smash their flowers because I was on there getting um, all the audio from there so I could lip sync and just pretend to act or whatever. So, um, that's what I've done. And if you haven't followed uh, either one of those pages, you're probably going to see a lot of those. Um, and that just is going to segue me into this topic um, that I'm going to talk about for just a little bit, because we're going to talk about a little bit of celebrity and news, like we always do, um, and make fun of the kids as we do. Um, but I want to get into really quickly, why, why do y'all feel so inclined to um, dictate what people are doing with their time during this whole quarantine madness. So social distancing is the move right now. Um, nobody's really going out. The clubs are shut down. A lot of states have implemented um, the stay-at-home law where um, you, you basically you need to sit your ass down somewhere and, and just chill out until the shit like blows over. So lots of governors, lawmakers, they have come and pretty much said, hey man, first and foremost, wash your hands, wear a mask, and sit your ass at home. This is, this is going to go through its course, but first, like, y'all can't be acting like shit ain't going on. So they've been doing that and we've been working along with it. And so with, with that, People have been trying to find ways. We have a lot of social people who like to go out to clubs. They like to go to brunch. They like to go to the wineries. They like to go to Disney World. They like to go all these fucking places that are now shut the fuck down. You ain't flying out of the country. Um, I know with me personally, we can't leave outside of the local area right now. Like we is shut the fuck down. We are trying to take care of ourselves. We're trying to maintain ourselves at being at the best health that we could possibly be in. And if we're talking and acting as if this thing isn't going on, we're not going to reach our highest potential, especially from what I do. Okay. So people are doing what they feel like they need to do to get through this shit. A lot of people are used to being out and about and doing their thing and working. Me personally, getting up and going to work, um, it never felt like a burden. Obviously, I always was sometimes like, oh damn, ah, just the weekend just ain't long enough. But that was my, that was my, it wasn't my escape. I don't even know how to word it, but it was a way for me to just feel of some kind of importance. I went to work. I did things. I got FaceTime. I networked with other people. Now, the internet has given us the opportunity to do those things still, but virtually, and it's not as intimate, and, and you don't really get to lay your mark as you would doing the face-to-face -face thing and being the charming individual that you could be if you like myself. So I liked getting up and going to work and talking to other people and creating rapport with others. Um, and so being at home just feels very like, 
not lonely, but it feels a way for sure. I like my space. Being at home, I'm a homebody. I used to like to go up, go out and go to the club every weekend. I ain't gonna front you, I ain't gonna hold you. That was me, I was definitely that girl. But as I've gotten older with age, I like my time to myself. I like bath time. I like to go and sit in the tub for like an hour. And I think I give that to being a Pisces as well. But that is my time away from everybody. I love y'all. I love my husband. I love my kids. I love my friends. But sometimes I want to jump in the bath with, you know, a good book or a good YouTube video from somebody that I've subscribed from and then just chill out and unwind and have me a glass of wine and have me some aromatherapy, popping some salt and shit at the bottom of the bath, some good bubbles from Bath and Body Works. And I do my thing. I'm totally okay with being this stay-at-home person, but a lot of people are not okay and they're not grasping this whole new concept of standing at home, flattening the curve and just social distancing. Um, a lot of people are already probably in a bad place already and they don't know how to deal with this newly, this new silence that they have, right? So just, you know, I'm just talking to some of the people that I've seen. I always bring up the things that I see on my timeline. You um, folks that have a problem with people doing things that they want with their own time. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? Do you not have enough to do? Because I see a lot of people trying to mandate what people should and shouldn't be doing. Like, I get it. Um, maybe it is a great time to invest in stocks and, you know, get fiscally responsible during this whole thing. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, motherfuckers ain't got shit but time. I guess they could be, they could if they want to, but if niggas don't want to do that shit, who are you? Who are you? Do your thing. Chill out, sit down somewhere. Let people rest and recuperate and figure shit out in the way that they want. Like for me, I was just talking about, I like posting TikToks. I like getting on fucking TikTok. How the fuck does that bother you so much that you go on your Facebook, go on and click on the button on the blue app, right? You go to what's on your mind, question mark, type on that, right? You go on there and then you also say, I don't know why I keep saying, I'm so tired of seeing people on TikTok. So, so why? I know, I know because you was about to type that because you typed and posted that, that status that your thumbs worked. So I don't know why the fuck you would not continue the scroll that you was already doing. If you see a TikTok, if you see a video, if you see a picture of some food, it's not the right food. You don't like the food, the macaroni and cheese look dry. Just scroll. I've learned, and I was actually just talking to a few of my friends that I've, I've figured out my timeline. And I think that's why I'm good with not really adding too many more people because I know who I could talk to. I know who I can discuss and debate with. I know who annoys me, but I have to have them there because they mean something to me. <laughs> but they just might do shit from time to time that, that irks me. I'm not gonna post a whole ass status about it. I'm not gonna talk about you all to the side. I'm gonna let you do your fucking thing because it's your life. And I'm just gonna use my good thumb that I have that God gave me. And I'm gonna continue to scroll out this motherfucker. Like, let people do the things that make them feel comfortable in such an uncomfortable time. What the fuck is so wrong with that? If motherfuckers want to start their side hustle, if you want to be the person that puts that out into the atmosphere and you feel like people should be looking up and researching new methods to fucking making money, great. Uh, but still mind your own business. Put the info out there. If you ain't giving a class on how to do this shit, shut up. Speaking of classes, my good friend Gia. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at To and Fro. She's selling a bunch of her guides. She's going to teach you how to write a guide. She's going to teach you how to start a business. She's going to teach you how to start a t-shirt business. And she also has multiple vendors that you can purchase from her as well. Just, you know, a little plug. <laughs> I got something there. She does it the right way. She's not going to push the shit upon you. She's just saying, hey, hey, y'all, 
I got the fucking tools. I got the heat right here in these streets. You gonna pay me um, because times is hard. But I got the shit and I done laid it out from A to Z. I'm gonna help you out. And I've purchased a few of those as well. I ain't really acted on them hoes yet, but I got them. So when the time is right for me, then I will move on to the next fucking step. And I suggest y'all mind y'all motherfucking businesses, whatever ones y'all have, all right? And let people do what they gotta do in order to get through this situation that we're all trying to get through. That being said, also don't be scamming the people. There's a situation that I'm kind of dealing with right now. I'm not gonna go into great detail. But people are going through things. I think this is a, a high rate right now for unemployment um, because people are getting laid off um, right now. You know, I'm not going to go into no details about personal people I know that are going through that. I'll just say people are going through it because I know people that are going through shit right now. And it's crazy. So if you do happen to have a side hustle, I'm not telling you to devalue your worth. That is the last thing I want to tell you. But I do want to let you know, just to be mindful, that motherfuckers are struggling right now as well. You know, I'm just, hey, I'm just being real. I know. Hey, that's all I want to say. I'm not going to get no deeper than that. I did want to tell you guys, hey, as my good friend Jasmine says, mind your best business drink some water. That's all we can do during these trying times. Wash your hands, drink your water, mind your business, do what you want. Read a book, listen to my podcast, <laughs> scroll on TikTok, download Homescapes. I like Homescapes. I think I'm on level, what level? I'm like on 500 something. All right. I have um, these uh, books that give me um, um, I can't remember what type of journal they are, but they're journals that give you like little scripts and then you can write a little bit about it. And so I do that from time to time as well. I have a list book where I write down certain it gives me a certain category and I write down lists. Those are the things that I have liked doing. I've also because the one thing that I liked doing in my spare time was getting a pedicure. The one thing that I would spend, I will, I'm spending the most money on. <laughs> like, what kind of pedicure do you want? Like, I want the most expensive one you got here. Thank you. <laughs> like, take care of my feet. Um, that was my thing. So I don't have the opportunity to do that anymore right now. So I went, um, they closed down the place on uh, where I live that sells like regular merchandise and stuff like that. So the last day, I went and I bought me a little home spa. So now the next thing I want to do, I need to go get me some little polishes and like all the stuff that I would usually get to baby myself uh, before all this went down. So my feet can be taken care of. I just got to convince my husband to rub my feet, get some oil, rub my feet like the people do that thing. So I'm working on that. We're going to get there. It's all good. I just want y'all to take care of yourself. This is a really crazy time. Uh, when it's said and done, we can all sit and laugh about this, self, this stuff. But in the meantime, just do the best you can with what you have and stop trying to make other people feel a type of way because they're not on the same shit you are. People have things that they're dealing with. They have now family members that are probably dealing with this shit. They have maybe lost people doing to this if they post a fucking video or they post a fucking picture of something they like or if they're talking about fucking astrology or if they're talking about where the fuck is going on on real housewives of atlanta this week let people be let people be let people cope the way they choose to cope all right it's really all i got on that I think I'm going to let it go. I've talked for 24 whole minutes at this point. And we're going to talk, you know, we're going to do like the little fast track of some celebrity news and things that's going on in pop culture. And we'll be back right after that, uh, right after this. So stay tuned for the So There's, There's That podcast. Okay, y'all, so we're back and we're going to chat and I want to talk 
about some of the things that people are doing in order to get through this stay at home thing. So I'm going to talk about some things that I've witnessed that the celebrities are doing in pop culture. We're going to talk about a little bit of pop culture news as well, obviously. But one of the things I want to put you on, if you are not already in the know, which you should be, are these versus battles that are going down on Instagram. Now, what is happening is Instagram, y'all know that is usually made for either posting videos, you have your stories where you can post a little bit throughout the day and it stays open for 24 hours and it deletes itself. You also have the live capability where you can actually go in real time and talk to the people that follow your friends or whatnot, your fans. And so celebrities have gotten hit to this live thing. And now Instagram has allowed the ability for people to go um, live with two people at a time. So it'll be the individual as, as well as another person that they add to their live. So a lot of celebrities, producers, writers, um, people in the music industry have been doing these versus battles where they go head to head and they pretty much have a battle of whose catalog uh, rivals the other one, who is better than the other when it comes hit for hit, right? So some of these battles that we've witnessed this far, and I believe that the originators of this whole phenomenon is going to be Timbaland and Swiss Beats, which we know they are heavyweights in the business. They have so many tracks and business and so many big names under their belts um, that it's ridiculous. Timbaland off, just off his head. We've got Genuine, we've got Aaliyah, we got Justin Timberlake, we've got Missy Elliott. Um, and then Swiss Beats, obviously he's got DMX. He's got pretty much all of Rough Riders. He's worked with Jay-Z. He's worked with so many different people, um, Kanye West, just a lot of different people. They have so many tracks and so much talent and just hits under the belt that is crazy. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm naming a lot of these battles, but I haven't actually gotten the opportunity to sit and watch one of them in real time and um you know critique everything that is going on but um they have a lot of them have had their <clears throat> excuse me i don't got the corona i just want you to know period i don't got it um but a lot of them have been going head to head with each other like i said swiss beast and timbaland have gone head to head with each other and a lot of them leave it up on their profile so if you do want to go back and actually witness it you should have the opportunity to do that a lot of them leave it as their little archive items that are usually in their pro profile i forget what those are called instagram has so many different capabilities they, these days from when it was um, first originated. You usually uh, just post a picture and kept it moving or a 15 second video and kept it pushing. But Instagram has come so far in the things that you're able to do on here. You have IGTV, you have so much shit on here now that's crazy. Um, some of the other artists that we've actually had do these versus battles, um, on top of Tim and Swiss Beats was Neo and uh, Jonta Austin. And I caught a little, a little, little bit of that. And I think I'm gonna try to look up, if y'all hear me typing in the background, my apologies, but I wanna get the, the news. And I did this show on a whim because everybody sleep and I had time and I know I'm gonna have a busy work day tomorrow. So I decided to make sure that I recorded. So I didn't pull up my notes. I said I was actually gonna compile some notes and record tomorrow, but shit happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to come on here right now, so I'm here. So Neo and Janta Austin, hopefully I'm saying his name right. You know, I've this is the second time that I've said I've seen so many names throughout my life that I've never really said out loud. And Janta Austin is one of those people <laughs> that I've never said his name out loud. It's all good though. So they did a battle and we know that, you know, Neo writes for himself, but he also writes for plenty of other people. He's written for um, Beyonce first and foremost. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find the listing. Somebody had a listing of all the names of people that they wrote for and the songs that they had. Um, 
Damn, I'm trying to find it. My bad, guys. <laughs> so I can at least say, okay, here we go. So Neo's written for Rihanna. We have Unfaithful, um, Knock You Down, Carrie Hilson. Who wrote Don't? Did he write Don't? She got her own. Stingy. I think that's John to Austin. There's so many different tracks between them two, and there's so much. Um, so many people trying to figure out who was going to win between those two. I personally said, I said Neo, but now I don't know because now I'm looking at this playlist. Like, um, like he's got, Jonathan Austin's got Mariah. Like, he's got Mariah. He's got some Tony Braxton. <sighs> I mean, I'm just, I, I'm probably going to give this to Jonathan. Jonathan dominated in the early um, 2000s, late 1990s, I believe. No, I think both of them were like early 2000s. I'm looking at this list. I'm like, duh. <laughs> yeah. Johnson had a lot of songs with Aaliyah, Chris Brown. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm going to probably have to give this one to Johnson. I heard that one, that battle was pretty good. Like I said, I caught a little bit of it. Um, I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I thought it was pretty great that these artists are coming together because they ain't got shit to do just like us. Uh, they have privilege to a certain extent. They're probably a lot more comfortable than we are, obviously, but they ain't got shit to deal, do. So they're entertaining their fans by doing these things, and I totally appreciate it. Um, another person, another um, face-off was T-Pain and Lil Jon. And just off a of name basis, I'm gonna go with T-Pain. And I couldn't even tell you all the <laughs> all the things that T-Pain has done, but I just feel like I enjoy T-Pain's music a lot better. I think that, um, let me look his stuff up. T-Pain versus Lil Jon, all right? I just, I just feel like T-Pain is unsung. Like, he really is. Like, I feel like he gave us so many great hits for my early 20s in the club, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really liked it. And I just feel like Lil John made me sweat a lot. And I feel like I enjoyed Lil John for what he was when he gave me the music that he gave me when I was a junior in high school. But I feel like T-Pain overall, I feel like he did everything that he needed to do for me in particular. Ooh, I can't believe it. Ooh, ooh, she all on me. Like, hello? Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, rapper turned singer? Very, very underrated piece of work, I would say. Like, uh, what was the second one called? Uh, it was something about Tallahassee or some shit. You know that nigga's from Tallahassee and he always had to tell us about that shit. But I just feel like T-Pain, especially when we found out that he could do his thing without um, auto-tune, that I definitely, you know, was here for T-Pain. And then he won Mass Singer last year. Like, I was totally here for T-Pain. So they did one. I feel so bad because I don't have the list in the songs that they all did. I just feel like off of face value, though, T-Pain won that one. I don't know. Beat me up. I don't know what you're going to fight me. What you're going to do? I don't know. Um, and then um, we also had Sean Gear and The Dream. I'm giving that to The Dream. I don't even care. I don't know. I don't know who Sean Garrett is like that. Like, I know he's done some things. I know he worked with Mario, but I just feel like The Dream. Bitch, do you know who The Dream is? <laughs> like, The Dream is, is, is pretty legendary himself if I say so myself like I don't think a lot of people give just like T-Pain I don't think a lot of people give the dream his his due okay I think that man not only when he writes for himself when he writes for other people that he does great work I do like hearing the dream though on this track like uh the Nikki track <laughs> she's always in my hair track bruh like I love your girl like he had a lot of great songs. I wish that he would be a little bit more current today. I, I wish he would give us some shit in today's um, R&B world. But I think we're going to hold on. I think he's going to come back out. I think it's great that they're even putting themselves back out there and reminding the people of the music that they've provided to us over the years. So maybe that could spark a little something for them to just produce some more of that nostalgic music that we're so used to, especially especially us 30 and up crew. Um, 
we're we're waiting. Like, like I seen Gia talking about uh, Usher. Like, I'm so excited for whatever the fuck Usher got going on. Whatever clarity that he had to take a look in the mirror and get it together and say, you know what? I've been bullshitting because you have, you have. You've been bullshitting, Usher. We didn't appreciate all this techno shit you was giving us. We didn't appreciate all this trap music shit you was giving us. But from what I am hearing in the direction that you are trying to get your GPS on track to, whatever ways you downloaded to your new iPhone, bitch, I appreciate you. I embrace you again. I love you, Usher. <laughs> And this gives me an opportunity to go see you on tour whenever you release whatever the fuck you about to give us. Because I'm down for it. I'm here for it. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to listen to that. I was going to say I'm trying to be with you. But we, me and you, Usher, we know. First off, I got a man. Okay. And you got, you know what you got. Moving on. So the reason I even wanted to talk about this, because the very first one that I was going to pay attention to, and we're still on the topic, yes, of the versus battles, the one that I wanted to, to be clocked the fuck into. All right. I was here. I want to go get my fringe number. I want to go get my door knocker earrings. I want to go get me, uh, you know, the, the, the crimp hot iron, get my shit together sit in front of my computer i wasn't gonna do this on the phone i was gonna do it on my computer and and literally tune in to this teddy rally slash baby face like uh, i was i heard about it like on thursday evening hearing that um Teddy Riley and Babyface was going to do the damn thing. This is my era. This is my jam. This is my, this is, this is R&B at its core for me. We're talking about Aaron Hall. We're talking about Guy. We're talking about Tony Braxton. We're talking about just Babyface's catalog in general. Like, you ain't fucking with Babyface. I already got my money on Babyface. And, and, and that's not even on top of all of, all of the incredible, talented artists that babyface has worked with and for and alongside like this is what this was about to be like the best shit i'm probably gonna witness for all of 2020 um however i'm going to give you guys the news now because i was ready apparently it was supposed to air on um what was it april yesterday shit yesterday <laughs> sunday april 5th on instagram on a sunday Sunday and apparently it got postponed um babyface is not in good spirits right now apparently he's sick we don't want the Rona to come take over I don't think he has that or has been confirmed with having that but however they did have to post postpone it but I am looking forward to that I just think like I said that is my era of music that is something I definitely want to see them go toe-to-toe -to -toe for New Jack Swing bruh like early 1990s music we talking whipper pill we talking about niggas on their knees begging their women for forgiveness and shit like i'm telling you like i'm here for that and i'm going to let you guys know i'm i'm just gonna be front row and center when the shit does go down right now they don't have a date for when they're going to commence to this battle situation but when i do figure this out I'm going to post it on my page. I'm going to let y'all know because I think we just deserve to give that live all of the attention that it deserves. And I'll be there. So we're going to move on. I'm going to give you guys a few recommendations of things to watch while you're at home. Please make sure that if you have the ability to do so, and not everybody does, that we are staying home and taking care of ourselves and taking care of others by distancing ourselves from others, basically. Okay. So that was my PSA. I mean, do your senses, do all the other things that you can control and don't worry about the things that you can't. What you can do is I think, you know, Netflix got some shit. Hulu's got some shit. Um, and here are some movies that I've watched and some shows that I've attempted at binge watching. I want to tell y'all that 
fuck Shonda right now. Me and her got issues with each other. Grey's Anatomy, don't know what the fuck you're doing, what you're going through, who pissed you off, why you felt the need to do all the things you've been doing with all the characters that I've learned to love in like the last three years because I binge watched 10 seasons during my maternity leave when I had my son. So I'm just saying I'm very invested and I just feel like if you can't go to Bella Noche, where the hell could you go? Like, Shonda, stop playing with my characters, dog. <laughs> like, there is, if you watch Grey's Anatomy, there's a character, Richard Weber, who is just, I think he's getting the karma from cheating on his wife and cheating on his wife with a white woman. And Shonda can't let it go. Like, she had to give this black guy all of the fucking drama. Like, the nigga can't be happy. He ain't never gonna be happy. And I feel bad for him. I just, <laughs> I think if he was a Negro that I knew in real life, I'd be like, that's exactly what you get. But I've been watching this shit like for three years. I caught up. I didn't went through all the deaths and shit that Shonda put me through. She don't care about our feelings. She ain't gonna never care about our feelings. I don't know why I expected her to do right by Richard Weber. But currently he's going through stuff. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody. The finale is this week. I have been tuned the fuck in and pissed off every time I finish it. Every time the credits roll, I'm fucking done. I'm over it. I'm mad. I don't wanna talk about it. Um, but I'm going to watch it on Thursday. So that's a good show to watch. If you got time, Grey's Anatomy is on Hulu and it is on Netflix. So if you want to catch up from the very beginning, then you can do so on either one of those platforms. I also started like a new show called Little Fires Everywhere. And it has Kerry Washington and Reese Witherspoon. And... It is set in the 90s, and it's obviously very based around race relations and parenthood and also for all sorts of crazy dynamics, privilege, uh, class, all sorts of stuff. It's not lighthearted at all. Um, it is, it's, it's a wild ride so far. I think we're about four episodes in and I think the writers are doing a great job because I absolutely hate all these motherfuckers. I do like from Carrie Washington plays Mia Warren and she has a daughter named Pearl. Both of them niggas are just insufferable. Like I, <laughs> I just thought I was going to learn to love them and it's a lie. I lied to y'all. They lied to us. Obviously, I knew I was going to come into the show not really caring for Elena Richardson, who is played by Reese Witherspoon. I just I just felt like I got the air of I'm better than you. I'm rich, bright, white woman realness. Um, a lot of microaggressions and shit. Like, I knew I wasn't going to really care for Elena. I wasn't really going to care for Elena and her family. Um, her husband is kind of decent. Um, you know, he has racist tones in his body, too. But, you know, what is unraveling to be? I think the only girl that doesn't get on my nerve is her daughter, Izzy. I think her daughter's name is Izzy, which is crazy because I hate Izzy and Grey's Anatomy right now. But I love Izzy in Little Fires Everywhere. I think she's the only person that makes any fucking sense who's trying to do right but doesn't know because she's, you know, adolescent and she's going through these life-changing things and she's trying to figure out her way and her lifestyle and all this crazy shit. Oh, and Moody. Moody, you know. Moody actually might be, because he the only one to literally mind his own business. He just trying to show Pearl, you know, it's your world. If you want it to be, I'm just trying to be a nice guy, but Pearl don't want a nice guy. I'm gonna let y'all, I'm gonna let y'all watch it. I, I think it's a great show. It comes on every Wednesday. It's not one of those shows that they release the whole fucking show and then you binge watch it. Hulu said, you gonna watch this shit on a weekly basis. So we can see how y'all feeling and shit. And I've been tuned the fuck in. I think I watch it every Thursday morning. Um, they released the first three episodes first. So I think it is on the fifth episode, actually. It's on the, the last one I watched was the fifth episode. It's a really good show. I suggest you check it out if you have nothing else to do. Um, classics that they have released, I believe School Days is on Netflix. Mo Money 
Um, you know, school days is Spike Lee joints. We got Tisha Campbell on there. We've got Spike Lee on there. We've got, who else is it? I've got to watch that as an adult. That's one of those movies that I watched as a kid. And I was like, you know, Spike Lee, what he does with his cinematography and his um, long ass monologues. And it could be very hard to grasp as a young kid. So this is one of those shows that I think I'm gonna sit back tomorrow. I'm gonna try to watch School Days while I'm teleworking and hopefully have some grasp on it. So that one's on there. I think, um, what else is on? Like I said, Mo Money's on there and that's the Wayne's Brothers. You got Damon Wayne's, you got Marlon Wayne's on there. It's a cute thing. Uh, Stacey Dash, before she started wearing a red hat, that bitch on there too. So if you want to watch that, it's it's slightly funny. I tried to get my husband to watch it. I watched it as a kid and I really liked it. And my husband was like, this is stupid. I'm like, damn, you don't be liking shit that I be liking sometimes. Like, I thought it was cute. So I like goofy movies like that. Um, what else? Booksmart was good. Booksmart is on Hulu. I haven't finished it yet, but what I've watched so far, it's good. Um... So I can't really give y'all a review on that. But from what I've watched, I think I'm about like 45 minutes into it. And I'm like, I totally enjoy it. But, you know, you've been having teleconferences and video chats with people at work and you can't finish it. So that's where I was with that. Um, and then what is the last thing that I said? Oh, Uncorked. I watched Uncorked yesterday, which that stars Courtney Vance, which is Angela Bassett's husband. We love to give... Uh, well-known actors the title of being someone's husband especially when it's Angela Bassett but shout out to you because you are accomplished in your own right we do enjoy you um (laughs) who else is in it there's some unknown actors that I've seen in there but there's also Niecy Nash she's in there as well and I feel like oh I saw who was his name I love him Matt McGorry Matt McGorry of uh how to get away with murder and he was Bennett on Orange's New Black that motherfucker never came back and we never knew what the fuck happened with the baby and shit he's in there he's in there for a little bit he got a little chunky but it's good he's our woke white brother um (laughs) I love Matt McGorry and y'all not gonna convince me otherwise but those are some good watches on Netflix and Hulu that I've checked out. If you have any recommendations for me, because I feel like we're going to be here for a while. I feel like we're going to be here till June. I hate to bust shots, but I feel like we're going to be here until at least June. They didn't close school. They didn't close everything. So, yeah, get your binge game up. Get your right. Get your pen together. I don't know. Do something with your time. I don't know what you got to do. But these are the things that I was watching. I thought it was cool. The last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up the episode, before I got on here, I had a story that I had passed. Now, this is not confirmed or not. Uh, I haven't seen any official news regarding this, but I did want to talk very briefly about Adele. For some odd reason, there's a rumor going around that... Um, that she we we know we if you don't know this Adele got married she had a baby like three years ago and now she broke the news like last year in 2019 that she was gonna get a divorce so we knew as people who are fans of Adele we knew that the good music was coming to us I'm not as huge of a fan of Adele as a lot of other folks are but I enjoy listening to Adele I also enjoy the fact that she is a big Beyonce stan so I fuck with Adele regardless of I'm actually streaming her music or not it's all good but I did see the fact that she did get a divorce or she uh, you know she went for a divorce last year hasn't been settled yet uh, settled yet however there's news coming down range that um she owes homeboy her ex-husband or you know her estranged husband that um she gonna give him a hundred and forty million dollars which is more a little bit more than what she is is um I'm a little touched about it. I ain't gonna front you, I ain't gonna hold you. Um I, I hope it's not true because I have not seen any real I haven't seen any real sources that have released this. And there's some pictures, some very angry looking pictures of Adele where she got the like she from the hood looking with them fingers. She got that two her index finger and middle finger and that thumb is sticking out. She talked to somebody on phone and she looked very mad 
upset. And if I was on the phone with my lawyers and they were talking about my husband want 140 million of my good earned dollars that I use my good folk to sing good songs that I had wrote and written for myself and produced them and gave them and packaged them to my fans and then got on a fucking tour bus and and drove my ass and flew my ass cross country to go sing these goddamn songs for the people and i only been with you for three years and you want how much well you said you say you want 140 140 million of my money and we've been together how well, apparently they haven't been together since 2011. Who knows how many of them goddamn songs is about that man. I don't know. I just think that. It's a little too much. I posted on my personal page. I got five minutes left. And I just want to say, y'all motherfuckers be really, really pressed and triggered when I be talking about stuff like this. So be like, two of my friends came on. I was like, well, if it was a woman, then you would be, first and foremost, I'm going to tell you this. I got three minutes, three and a half minutes to tell y'all how much y'all gonna stop trying to put words in my goddamn mouth. Like, if I said some shit, I said it. I, if I said some shit, I said it. You don't get to come on my status and insinuate what you thought I had said. If I said some shit, I would have said it. If I said some shit, I don't think I've ever posted any story, story about anybody's divorce where the spouse is getting paid a ridiculous amount of money for only being a spouse and being in concurrence with that shit. I have never done that. You don't get to do that because you're upset because whatever happened to your homeboy and he had to pay his baby mama $500 or some shit. You holding that animosity about this shit in this situation do not add up. It don't match, it don't go together. So sit, sit y'all asses down somewhere with y'all whole um, uh, fight the power ass fucking feelings about alimony and shit because you didn't been personally abused by it. I don't got time to argue with it. I'm not going to do that. I just want to let y'all know it's going to be okay. It's not you. Ain't nobody digging in your pockets. I just don't feel like he should be digging in the deal's pockets like that. Like, sit your ass down somewhere. You don't rate no $140 million. Who is you? What, what did you do? What you do? What was your contributions? Now, if there were some contributions, did you do some writing? Did you do some singing? Did you do background vocals? All right. I don't know. <sighs> I'm not here to pass any judge, judgment. I just feel like, come down just a little. Like, obviously, y'all been together. I get it. I mean, I give you 100,000, you know what I'm saying? I give you 100,000. That should be enough. It should be enough. What you mean you need 140? Look, I'm gonna finish up the episode. I went over what I wanted to talk about. But it's still a good time. It's 11.38. I said I want to give y'all an episode, so I did. But I just wanted to say, men, especially men's on my timeline, stay off my shit, dog. If I didn't say some shit, I ain't say that shit. I ain't say it. If you got some pent-up aggression about some shit you didn't witness where a woman that took a man for all you got, then y'all address that shit with them. I don't got shit to do with that. I don't got nothing. I don't have nothing to do with that. I love you. I wish you well. But hey, try therapy. I'll be with y'all after this. All right, we're back and we're going to close out the show. But first and foremost, I did ask a few of my friends for a few things to post about because I didn't know what I should talk about. And so I don't want to disregard any of the things in the comments they left and not talk about those things. So speed around real quick. My friends asked me, uh, okay, Jasmine asked, or she didn't ask, she, she suggested that I talked about Jeezy and his new Asian fiance, AKA 
Jeannie Mai of The Real um, and how people are in their feelings. I'm assuming they're getting in as feelings because Jeezy is a real street nigga. Um, you know, I mean, he's a snowman, like, and he is with um, Jeannie Mai from The Real. I have no issues with that. Um, I do think that Jeannie might be saying some uh, questionable shit sometimes on her show, especially with them adding um, Amanda Seals to the bunch um, because Amanda Seals, as much as everybody hates Amanda, she really tries them. Uh, and a lot of people's thinking, I think that uh, Lonnie Love gets tried a lot, even though she she kind of brought Amanda Seals there to help back her on some of the things that she says to have that pro-black-esque tone and she's with you know she has adrian Ballon and she has tamara and she don't really got you know the backing that she needs she brought in amanda totally off the cuff but Jeannie and amanda be going back and forth with each other these days because Jeannie be trying to do this you know one love, one heart type shit, and Amanda don't be here for it. And so with that being said, with watching them kind of go back and forth, Jeannie has accidentally maybe said some shit that's rubbed me the wrong way. So yeah, it is kind of weird to see her and the snowman um, be this thing together. But from what I've witnessed from following her on Instagram, it does seem like it's all genuine, it's all love. And who am I to shit on that? If they love each other, if they want to be with each other, then um, congratulations, congratulations. What I do want to say is I wonder if she's going to stick with the fact that she says she doesn't want to have any kids. I think Jeezy might have kids. I'm not sure if he does, um, but um, I, you know, we love to see it, I guess. I love to see love. So I have no problems with it. If the people on the Twitter have an issue with it, eh, it is what it is. What y'all gonna do about it? These motherfuckers that fell in love with each other. It was unlikely. Um, it was a unusual pair up that I would say, but they're cute together. I like it. I fuck with it. It is what it is. Congratulations to young Jeezy or Jeezy. Now he dropped the young. My apologies, man. Jeezy and Jeannie Mai. Congratulations to y'all. My friend Shauna asked about Bad Baby, the Catch Me Outside girl, who has successfully reached the final boss of her black fishing um, transformation. Don't have much to say about that. Really not trying to give that girl too much of my airtime. Um, Moving on. Hello, my friend, my good friend, uh, Katie Jo, as she goes on Facebook. Um, she wanted to talk about NBA young boy and May Mayweather's daughter who goes by Yaya. I want to be completely and totally honest with y'all about the fact that I don't even barely know who these niggas is. Like, I just, I know that Yaya Mayweather is the daughter of Floyd Mayweather, who is, you know, this, is he undefeated? Sure, Floyd Mayweather is an undefeated boxer, and he has a daughter who has obtained lots of privilege and lots of money to come along with that, and has also taken along from her father just the lack of common sense and uh, doing the right thing. And you know, I mean, I'm saying so. She apparently been dating NBA young boy, and NBA young boy is a young boy with new fame and new money and not sure where he's getting it from. Never heard a tune from this guy. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard any bops. Not sure what he's really, I hear he's a rapper. I hear he's a rapper. He does his thing. He looks weird. He looks like him and Moneybags Yo are, I told y'all Moneybags Yo looks like one of the Ed, Ed and Eddies. Well, NBA Youngboy looks like one of the Ed, Ed and Eddies as well. Um, there's three of them. I got to find out who the third one is going to be. Not sure. Yaya and Youngboy is together and uh, some shit went down and these niggas start scrapping and this bitch then stabbed somebody. And so she had got locked up. She got locked up and uh, we... Uh, I mean, shit, Floyd got enough money. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. And if she ain't all right, then you can't just be going around stabbing people. So, I, 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 mm, 
I appreciate this note. I wish I probably should have did some research, but I could tell you just from, you know, briefly gazing upon the ball alert in the shade room and the neighborhood talk that uh, this wasn't even no shit that I was going to be interested in. Um, I wish you would have stabbed him. That's all I say. My cousin Joanna going to say, Carol Baskins, if y'all have not watched Tiger King, that is also something, a bingeable watch that you watch. I have not made it all the way through it yet. I just got into the point of, this is a lot of ridiculous white shit <laughs> going on on my TV right now. This is, this is quite crazy. This is really, really crazy. But apparently she is one of the people in this show and she was going against this guy, Joe Exotic. And, you know, they were, you know, I'm, hey man, go look on IMDb or uh, Google or look at the summary page on Netflix. I ain't finished it yet, but apparently the bitch killed her husband. That's all I got so far. I mean, I think I'm like four episodes into that shit. I tried. I've done my best to watch Tiger King. I get the memes. I've watched enough to get the memes. Thank God for my good girlfriends, Mildred and Misha, who gave me a backstory on this shit. So I didn't really have to watch it. They just told me this shit was a lot of white drama. Okay. It was a um, trailer park travesty. And, um... <sighs> That's all I got. I think I cover everything else. I appreciate my friends for giving me a few more things to talk about. My friend Cassandra was talking about um, Kaylee Williams of 3LW. Um, pretty much the the short end of that is that she's gotten all the karma uh, that she has earned in her life for mistreating the Tory Naughton of 3LW and also Adrian Baylon apparently and also Raven Simone of Cheetah Girls fame. Everything that you got, bitch, all them bags under your eyes, ho, you probably got them. Like I saw a clip on Shade Room and Neighborhood Talk from um, an interview that she did when the, she was with 3LW and the interviewer was talking to Notori. And this bitch gonna grab the mic and out the fact that she got cheated on her boyfriend. Like, bitch, I knew she was problematic. Whole time, whole time when I saw that first video, this skinny bitch that got, you see me in the style and the ball and the find the mix. I knew it. She was hopping out the whiff, the whiff, the five, the six. Yes, five crawls. But didn't we all wanna learn that fucking verse? So, okay, I'm done. She did give us a high verse for that. She ain't write it. Okay, I'm done. Kaylee Williams, you see the way you look these days is because you you have caused so much drama in other people's lives and now look at you. That's it. Thank you, Cassandra, for telling me that. <laughs> Apparently Raven was finna go oops upside her head and uh, probably deserving because it looked like she was out of pocket on a lot of different occasions. And hopefully she's happy. Um, but obviously, I don't think she deserved any kind of um, fame. She didn't know how to act right. She didn't know how to treat other people. And that's why she's in the spot that she wants, that, that, that she's in right now, which she probably wants to be in. And that's fine. That's fine. But we didn't want to see Keely. Shout out to Adrian. Shout out to Notori and Raven. All these people doing very productive things in pop culture these days because they minded their own business. And what? What did we talk about? What did Jasmine say earlier? Minded their own business drank some fucking water and just did they don't think they took care of their own shit they won't worry about nobody else like that all right so to end the show i think i want to say thank you to all my friends who have pushed me to to do a new episode i've had a few friends like what the fuck girl what you doing like when you gonna post episode i'm like <laughs> it's rough i never have a quiet moment it's literally like 11 30 right now everybody's asleep and that is kind of the only reason that I was able to even set up and record. I do appreciate your listens. I went a little bit longer than I wanted, but who knows the next time that you'll get another episode. I will say I am appreciative for uh, the support and everything. I am appreciative to my family for being patient and everybody for um, just trying to put their best foot forward in this madness that's going on today. And uh, we ain't killed each other yet. And that's awesome. And I hope you guys maintain uh, your peace of mind. And if I'm a part of doing that and I can take your mind off of some of the stuff and give you some laughs and 
just pretend you're talking to an old friend, you know what I'm saying, on the phone. If that's what you use me for, I'm so happy to be of assistance to you. Um, I am going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to do my best to try to come back, back with you guys. Hopefully after this Babyface and Teddy Rowley live is posted, then I'll come and do a live review or something like that. Who knows what we'll do. I'm not going to make no promises. I'm just going to be real with y'all. I'm going to see you when I see you. I love y'all. Y'all stay safe. Y'all take care of each other. Do your best to flatten the curve and um, stay at home if you can. If you can, um, do the best you can with what you have and help out somebody if you have the opportunity and have the means to do so. Um, that is so important right now. So again, follow me on my Facebook page, Keep the Kentucky Presents. So there's that podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram and that's at So There's That Pod. I'm on TikTok, that's at Keep the Kentucky. I'm on Instagram, that's at Keep the Kentucky. I'm on Twitter, that's at Keep the Kentucky. Um, so follow me, um, say hi, say hello. I heard your podcast, girl, keep it up. Or I heard your podcast, girl, Keep it to yourself, all right? (laughs) I love y'all. Y'all stay in touch. So there's that.